welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Happy 2024. I think as we're still in January, it's okay to still say that. I feel like as soon as we're into February, you can't say Happy New Year, but I hope wherever you are in the world, whenever you're listening to this as well, that your new year has got off to a great start. And this episode, we are going to dive into the 2024 and beyond money, money, energy shifts that are going to help you to manifest abundance. So in this episode, we are talking money mindset, we are talking energy shifts, we are talking the headspace that will help you manifest. And I'm going to give you a really, really powerful shift you can make that you can apply to anything you want to manifest. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Now, I am planning lots of new podcast episodes, but if you have got any topics, questions, anything in particular that you would like to see on this podcast, or if you have a particular person that you would love to see as a guest on this podcast, and obviously that also means if you would love to be a guest on this podcast, then please come and let me know. The easiest way to do that is to either drop me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com or you can hop over to my Instagram, which is at victoria.maskell. Send me a DM. Let me know what do you want to hear on the podcast? Who do you want to hear on the podcast? And if you want to be a guest, let me know why you want to be a guest on this podcast. So I'm basically telling you there is lots more to come this year. Thank you for all your feedback up to this point. Thank you for all the lovely comments. I am always here to create episodes that solve problems. And today we're going to solve a money energy problem. Now, when I talk about manifesting, if this is your first episode of the the Positivity and Prosperity podcast, I want to say that I personally don't see manifestation as um, words that might be woo-woo, spiritual, just about crystals. Those things are all awesome. They're just not the way I talk about manifestation. And I might do a separate podcast episode on this, but I was scrolling on Facebook and um, someone did a post about manifestation. I'm not sure if it was a, this is the cynic in me coming out. I'm not sure if it was a, um, like a 
genuine, I don't want to use that word, if it was just they wanted to create a post on it, or whether they were being quite a savvy marketer at the same time. Not sure. But anyway, um, I was reading the comments and the comments were making me laugh. Let's just say the start of the post kind of said, manifestation is nonsense, you can't manifest money, manifesting money isn't a thing, why is manifestation just about putting crystals in orifices of your body that we're not going to say on this podcast because you might have children in the background listening to this, but you get the gist. And then loads of people were in the comments like, oh, I hate the word manifestation. It makes me cringe. Now, if you've joined this podcast episode, you probably don't hate the word manifestation, but I get why people don't like it because it gets a reputation for, especially when we talk about manifesting money, oh my goodness, it gets a reputation for... Um, the word scam, the word, I'm not even going to go into other words, but the idea that someone would say to you, right, I've got this formula. If you write the word money 14,572 times backwards on blue paper with purple ink whilst chanting, and then you will manifest money in approximately 17 days. Trust me, it works. Now, do you know what? that actually might work because if someone has a belief system that that will work, they will be anticipating it, they will be expecting it, they will be taking actions, they will be looking for opportunities, they will be creating their reality and do you know what? It actually might work. But the concept of that being the reason why it works, I am not on board with. You are probably uh, potentially an OG to this podcast, so you know this, but for anyone who is new, I focus on the science of manifesting because that's what makes sense to me, that's what works. I talk about the neuroscience, I talk about your subconscious mind, we bring in quantum physics, that is what you're going to get in this podcast. That doesn't mean the woo-woo doesn't work, it's just the way I talk about it. So in this episode, yes, we are going to be talking about manifesting money, but we're also going to be talking about kind of why this stuff works, how it works. I get messages from people all the time saying, oh my goodness, Victoria, I've got this cool manifesting story, let me tell you. Maybe I should put some of these into like an episode and just give you some like manifestation stories. I've done an episode like this before actually, because I think it's really exciting and really cool and really positive to hear stories of when this stuff works. So, okay, mental note, I will create another episode like that. But let's talk about energy. What do I mean by energy? This could be how you feel. This could be your vibration. If we're thinking quantum physics, we're all little pockets of energy. We can have positive energy, negative energy. If you imagine a limiting belief or a self-doubt thought is like a negative energy. Or when you go into a room and someone feels a low vibration emotion, they are upset, they're sad, they're depressed, they're angry that feels different being in their space to someone who is excited, joyful, buoyant. Like that, again, feels different. You can almost tell someone's mood without them saying a single word by just being in their space. So when I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about that. Now, energy is a direct reflection on how you are thinking and feeling. And how you are thinking and feeling determines the actions you take. So let me just remind you of my personal like manifestation formula. Your subconscious program, so the things you've learned over time, the neural pathways you have, the habit patterns, the strengthened connections in your brain, those programs, 
determine your thoughts and feelings. So what you think about money, what you think about your business, what you think about your, yourself as a, a career person. It affects your feelings around money. Do you feel abundant? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel excited to make money? Do you feel apprehensive around money? And then those thoughts and feelings affect the actions that you take. So if you feel abundant, if you feel secure, if you feel in control with money, if you feel like money is an everyday thing, the actions you take, which obviously determine what they manifest, will be completely different from if you are feeling scared, apprehensive, worried, out of control, insecure with money, you're going to take completely different actions. You're also going to see the world of money differently. So the first thing I want you to think about is the energy of your action. Obviously, we're talking about money today, but this could be about anything. But the energy of your action determines the outcome. And I'm going to say it determines the outcome because you are going into it with a certain headspace, you are taking certain actions. And if you think of the law of attraction, we're talking about like attracting like, we're talking about being magnetic. I do like the word magnetic, because we can we can see that we've all been in a high school lesson as a pupil where we've got a magnet out and we've maybe got the iron filings. And you can physically see particles being drawn towards a magnet. You've got you've probably got a magnet in your house. You've I bet you have got a magnet stuck on your fridge somewhere or something like that. You can see it attracted to it. You can also get really upset like I was as a child when I got these magnets and I tried to put them on our fridge and our fridge must have been like a plasticky fridge because it didn't stick for some reason. Or maybe it was that it had a coating actually. Maybe it was like in a I can't really remember. I just remember trying to put these like oh it was the alphabet letters. Let me know if you are the same kind of millennial age as me and you had those little plasticky magnets that were letters so you could spell things on your fridge. That is what I got and they didn't stick and I was so devastated. Equally, you've probably tried to put two magnets together and you found that they repel each other. All of this is an example of us having evidence that energy has an impact. Now, in an ideal world, we want to be on an energetic frequency that attracts money, that attracts abundance. If you own a business, you want to be on the frequency of every single day, sales come in, people buy your products, people sign up to your course, people um, want to be your client. If you are in a business, you want to be of that energetic frequency that you make a salary that makes you feel good, that you get pay rises, that you increase your income. Maybe if you have a business as on the side, you want to be able to do both of those at the same time. You want to be able to attract money in. But remember, attracting the money in is only half of this. I did an episode last year about the money equation, talking about money in and money out. And we talk a lot about manifesting money as in the in bit, but you don't hear as many conversations about the spending, the saving, the using side of money. And that is also very, very important when it comes to the energy of money. So we're going to talk about both. So just remember, the energy of your action around money determines the outcome, how money shows up, how money stays around, the amount of money that comes in, etc. And the second thing I want you to take from this episode is we have more control over our lives than we think we do. 
And when we realize the level of control we have, we start to take back power. So if you are in a difficult financial situation right now, if you are in a financial situation that you don't want to be in, if you are noticing yourself repeating the same patterns, if you are noticing yourself feeling the same negative feelings, I want you to remind yourself that even if it doesn't change tomorrow or in a week or in a month, that you have the potential to make positive changes. And I would say this to to anyone who was thinking about manifesting anything, reminding ourselves that we are really powerful, we are really magical. We can make changes on a sixpence. Is that even a phrase? Turn on a sixpence? What I mean is, and that's a, that probably ages me, I, I wasn't around when sixpences were around. I'm not even really sure what a sixpence would look like, but I'm imagining it's a very small coin. The point being, one different thought, one different action can start a trajectory where things get better and better and better and better. But we have to start taking those changes. We have to start taking those actions, sorry. So, I was having a, I think I was scrolling on Instagram actually, and um, this person came up on Instagram. Now, I'm not going to say who it is because I have a feeling they're going to come on the podcast. I haven't reached out to them, they haven't reached out to me, but I just have a feeling they're going to come on the podcast. If that manifests, I will make sure to say it in the episode, so watch this space. Um, But this person was talking about money and they were talking about um, saving, spending, investing, all of this good stuff. And what really stood out for me, which made total sense, was that we need money to be fun. Think about, think about all the things you procrastinate on. Think about all the things that you put off, that you put on your to-do list and then you don't do them. And right now, I'm recording this episode knowing that my kitchen is messy and I need to unload the dishwasher, reload the dishwasher and empty the bin. I despise, oh, it's bin night. (laughs) I just remembered. I despise emptying the bin. It is my least favorite job, but I love creating podcast episodes. So what am I doing? I'm creating a podcast episode. Well, I am very sorry. Someone has just driven past. I don't know if that microphone picked that up, but that was very loud. I am creating a podcast episode because it's fun, because I enjoy it, because I get a dopamine hit, because I love the idea that I'm going to talk about something I find really interesting and I'm passionate about and I can share that and the idea of it helping someone makes me smile. So we want to make money something, whether this is manifesting it, managing it, looking at your bank accounts, whatever, we want to make it fun. We want to make it feel interesting, exciting, easy, rewarding, because then the actions you're going to take around it are going to be so much better. They're going to be more aligned with where you want to go and all of that. So let's make money, the energy of money, the way we think about money, all of those positive things. Now, we might not manage to do all of that in this episode, but you are going to leave this episode, hopefully, with a feeling of this is exciting. Maybe I can change this. Maybe I can shift this. So let's talk about some old money energies first. Now, everyone is going to have a different perception of money. Everyone is going to have a different background. We're going to have had different experiences. We're going to have different family environments. To have limiting money energies, we don't have to have had money trauma, but we might be noticing that we are keeping ourselves small with money. Maybe you want to pay rise. Maybe you want to attract more clients. Maybe you've been running a business for a period of time and you're at the same kind of point each month, each year. 
And maybe actually the energies that you want to let go of aren't necessary, necessarily, sorry, really bad energies. Maybe it's just they're outdated now. And 2024 is the year where you want to up level, you want to grow, you want to develop with money. So the old money energy could just be, well, this was good and it's got me to where I am now, but this is what I want next. So at the end of this episode, I want you to write down, and I'm going to give you loads of examples in a second. I want you to write down your old limiting or fearful or outdated money energies how you were feeling about money or how you're feeling right now. Maybe you're listening to this episode because you want some inspiration of what to change and shift. And then after that, you're going to replace them with your new money energies. And don't forget, at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you one shift you can take to change all of this. Okay, so let's talk about some potential old money energies. A a big one is if especially if you earn, especially if you earn money, (laughs) yes, Victoria, especially if you have a business where you are earning money, is money is hard to make. Now, I see this more in people who have their own businesses, or they want to have a side hustle. I see this more in those groups of people than I do in people who have a nine to five job. Because when you own your own business, the weight feels like it is on your shoulders. It feels like, I have to make money, I have to hustle, I have to attract these clients, I have to sell these products, I have to do it all. This feels really hard. But when you're in a job or in a nine to five, there seems to be more of a, well, I've got the job now. So as long as I keep doing my job, I will always get this money in. So it might be that we need a hybrid of these two because when you have a nine to five, potentially that income is capped. It's stuck at that set figure. Whereas when you have a business or a side hustle or you're building passive income, there's this massive amount of potential, you know, exponential growth in your finances. But with it potentially comes the energy of it's hard to make money. Or maybe the energy, the old energy is like, I I, I don't want to waste my time on things or there's too much to learn or I don't know where to start or I'm going to have to sacrifice family time or evening time or meditation time or time going to the gym to do this. This feels difficult. So an old energy could be this feels difficult. Maybe there is guilt and shame around money. Maybe it's actually we need to let go of a feeling of not deserving it or feeling guilty asking for money or asking for more money. Maybe you have a a job and you're in that stage where you're ready to go for a promotion and it feels awkward. You're starting to doubt whether you deserve it, doubt whether you contribute enough. Contribute? I said that strangely. Contribute enough to the business when deep down you know you do, but maybe the doubts are coming up because there's this feeling of, oh, but this feels uncomfortable to ask for money. Another negative money energy could be around how will people think of me when I have more money? Will people kind of expect things from me? Will will my friends expect me to pay for everyone's dinner? Will people look at me differently? Will they not like me anymore? Because they'll think, oh, look at her. She's making X amount of money now. She thinks she's different. Will people respond differently to you? Is there a fear around that? So like an old money story is that Basically, people could look at you differently because of the money you do make or you don't make. What about sacrificing to make money? 
or to have more money? Will you have to sacrifice parts of your character, parts of your story? And again, these things do not have to be true, but the old money energy or the fears or the doubts that could be coming up could be linked to any or all of these. And I want to give you plenty of examples so that at the end of the episode, when you do your journaling or you talk this through with a friend or something like that, you've got some ideas. What about an old money energy being fear? Fear of checking your bank account, fear of talking about money, fear of asking for more money, fear of what if I try and manifest money and it doesn't work? How will that feel? What about that fear around I don't have enough money, fear of not being able to pay bills or unexpected things coming in or what if I don't have enough? What if I go overdrawn? What if I get myself into debt? What if I can't pay my debts off? Like all of this really scary negative money energy. And that's not to diminish that people might be in those situations right now. I'm just talking about better ways of thinking of things to help you take better actions to take control of a situation. What about things like um, a negative energy you might want to shift could be so much money goes out on bills. Everything is so expensive. There's nothing left at the end of the month. Or things like, um, I need to budget, I need to cut back, I need to restrict. Now, you're, I think I'm going to do a separate episode on this because one of my lovely, I was going to say friends, I think she might count me as a friend, a former client of mine, a lovely individual, sent me a message um, with a money manifestation story. And um, she's given me permission to kind of share that. So I will, I will do that in a separate episode because I want to talk about this idea of like no spend months, um, budgeting, and I want to give you like a new positive take on that. So that will be coming. But maybe one of the old energies is that restriction, that needing to cut back. What do we want to shift these into? Because ultimately, the actions you take when you're feeling like, I don't know how to make more money. Making money is really hard. There's never enough money. Everything is so expensive. I don't know what to do. I hate checking my bank account. I feel really uncomfortable around money. All of those will lead to actions in that energetic frequency, in that environment, in that field, in that whatever you want to call it. And if you think about what we do when we act from fear versus what we do when we act from love, they are very different actions. We are programming our reticular activating system to see a different reality when that is what we are feeding our brain over and over again. Remember, the more we think it, the more we strengthen those neural pathways, they get more ingrained, they get quicker, they become more active. We don't want that. So we want to shift it. We want to shift it into new money energies. And I'm going to go through some examples now, but what you might want to do when you write out your old money energies, you might just want to write the exact opposite of those because that is a great place to start. So if we took money is hard to make, you might literally write money is easy to make. Now then you might look at it and go, hmm, okay, I I don't actually believe that yet. So then you can find a middle ground and you can say, Money gets easier to make every single day. You are allowing yourself to be in that sort of middle headspace. But the energy of money gets to be easier every single day is much more positive in terms of the actions you'll take, in terms of the way you're thinking, than money is hard to make. You might say something like, I can have as much money as I want. And that is not greedy. That is not selfish. Now, okay. 
I'm slightly backtracking on myself because we don't like to add the word not, do we? Because we don't want to add the word not because your subconscious mind doesn't understand negative, so it hears greedy and selfish. The reason I wanted to include this one is because something I talk about in my book, actually, um, if you don't know, I've written a book called The Science of Getting Rich, the fast track version for the 21st century, based on the Wallace of Wattles, uh, the Wallace of Wattles, the Wallace Wattles book, The Science of Getting Rich. And one of the things that he talks about that I explain in our kind of 21st century world is the idea that we need to focus on not being on a competitive plane with money, but being on a creative plane. So what I mean by that is, rather than thinking me having a pay rise means someone else doesn't get it, me making more money highlights the fact that someone else is in need. Rather than thinking like that, which is competitive, which is there is a limited amount of resources, which is if I have something, someone has to go without. That's not how money works. That's not how the universe works. We need to be thinking about creating. Where can you as an individual expand your money energy? Where can you start thinking more abundantly in your life? Where can you allow yourself to want and desire and have more money knowing that that is safe, knowing that that is okay, that it doesn't take from anyone else? And if anything, it's really expansive. Imagine your daughter maybe sees you and says, wow, my my mummy, my daddy has been able to grow their business. Okay, now maybe they're not gonna say mummy and daddy and grow their business depending on the age, but you'll get what I'm saying. That has been able to grow their business. Look at what they do. They love what they do. They are so successful. We travel the world. We do this, we do that. Wow, that's so exciting. My parent loves what they do and succeeded. How expansive would that be? What what mindset are you setting up the child for in terms of when they want a career or when they want a business or when they're reflecting on what can I do as a human being? What am I capable of? Maybe specifically about money, this could be your best friend sees that you've started a business and that you're able to scale back your hours at work or that you are able to have a a pot of money for travel or for your child's education or for expanding your house or decorating or whatever. It's actually really expansive to be able to have more abundance when you see it as creative, not competitive. So there is a big money energy shift. We could probably do a whole episode on that. Um, I'll give you a few more though. What about saying to yourself, money is an everyday thing for me. Money always comes into my life. And you know what? Money sticks around because there is always more than enough. I always have more than enough money in my bank account. No matter what the month is, no matter if it's the month where you've got to pay for birthday presents, Christmas presents, maybe it's tax season, whatever it is, there is always more than enough because money is an everyday thing. It is a non-negotiable. It always comes into my life in loads of different ways, but it always shows up. Another one could be whenever I choose to spend money on something, because I said we need to talk about attracting it and how we use it. Whenever I choose to spend money on something, the universe loves to fill the gap and more. The law of vacuum says that when we make space for something, the universe fills it. So um, I'm sure I've used this example on the podcast, but imagine that you want a new car. 
you need to make space for that new car. So if you've got an old car that is currently in the garage that you've got paperwork for, that you are taxing and that you're insuring and you are filling up with petrol, where's the new car going to go? Have you energetically decided that you're ready for the new car? Or is the old car taking up space? When you allow yourself to let go of the old car, maybe you sell it to a friend, maybe you sell it back to the dealership or whatever, you physically make space and you energetically make space for this new car to manifest, to come into your life. And obviously, you are purchasing it if you are manifesting it. I realize, unless you win a competition, this is the thing. Okay, I do like to be quite logical on this podcast. I do like to give a, a logical reason how something could, could turn up. And at the same time, random money does just show up in your life. Um, The other day, I don't think I actually have this bank account anymore, but the other day I was clearing out my wardrobes, I was decluttering, I was getting rid of things that weren't serving me energetically and physically, and I came across a handbag, I was going through my handbag, and I found a card, like a, I think it's a debit card, it may have been a credit card actually, in my name, from, with a bank account that I didn't recognise having. And it, it just made me smile because I think it turns out that it was a card that I had, um, I think a card I had with an ex-boyfriend at the time. And I think basically he'd given me a card for emergencies. I, I didn't, I don't think I ever used it, but I think that was the reason why I had it. But it just made me think that, do you know what? We do uncover unexpected money. I have heard, I've had it myself where I've got an unexpected check in the post, a refund from something. And I was like, wow, I'd completely forgotten about that. I have had clients say exactly the same thing. I have had people say, Victoria, you'll never guess what. And it's the kind of things where we want it to be true, but we're like, yeah, but it wouldn't happen to me. I wouldn't win that competition. I wouldn't find unexpected money. But it is totally possible. The universe really does move in mysterious ways. And We need to be open to that opportunity and still doing our part, playing our part, taking the actions we need to take. So thinking about how when you create space for money, so maybe you purchase something, maybe you um, donate to a charity, maybe maybe even something as straightforward as you move money into another account, maybe a high, what is it, high yield savings account or something like that, which I hear people talking about a lot. I am just going to have to pause the podcast because my music is about to play. One second. Okay, I'm back. The outro was about to do something strange. Um, So maybe you've moved money into a a savings account so that that money makes you money. It's like you're leaving a little gap so the universe can go, oh, okay, you've moved that money. Great, let me give you some more money. Let me fill your bank account with some unexpected money or some extra money or something like that. The law of vacuum is really important when it comes to money and making sure that you are in the energy when you spend of being intentional. So something I am definitely working on this year is looking at how I spend my money without being restrictive. And what I mean by that is I do love a bargain because I like stuff. And this year I'm focusing on What stuff am I buying? Am I buying stuff that gives me a dopamine hit in the moment, but afterwards I go, do you know what, that top actually doesn't really suit me. Or, oh, those shoes are actually really uncomfortable. It's often shoes and clothes and makeup and that sort of thing. I I really like that sort of genre. If you follow my TikTok, you will see that I love 
all of those things. Makeup, clothes, I, I love it. And I'm okay with loving it. But what I want to do, the energy I want to be in this year is, I can absolutely have whatever I want and I'm in control of choosing to purchase things that make me feel really good. Not like, oh, okay, well that's on offer, I'll have five of those. Well, do I really want five of those? Do I need another pair of slouchy socks to go over my leggings? Do I need it? Have I actually got enough? Do I need to be more organized with what I currently have so I can see all that abundance and go, oh, do you know what? I feel really good that I didn't buy that. Or go, do you know what? I'm so happy with that purchase. I was really intentional. I loved spending that money. I loved circulating that money. And now I feel really good about it. So making sure that the spending side of things, how money goes out, how you invest, how you give to charity, how you share your money feels really good as well and is of the energy of how you want money to be. Feeling in control of money is what I would say because when we feel out of control of money or with money, we feel lacking, we feel scarce and that is not the energy we want to be in. So just to recap, what I want you to do, don't worry, I'm gonna give you that manifesting tip, I haven't forgotten. But what I want you to do is I want you to write down your old money energies, the ones you're letting go of, the limiting beliefs, the ways of thinking and feeling about money that you are ready to shed and move past, and then switch them into the new money energies. How you want to be, how you want to feel around money, what you want to do when it comes to spending money, attracting money, saving money, all of that. Okay, now once you've done that, you are obviously going to then want to be embodying that energy. What does that even mean? It means feeling that way, acting that way, thinking that way on a consistent basis. And one of the ways of doing this is you can actually start to visualize it. You can visualize yourself having those things. But this is the tip I wanna give you. Rather than oh my goodness, I'm seeing that £10,000 coming into my bank account, yes. Or rather than being like, oh my goodness, they've just called me back, I got the job, this is amazing, they've just agreed the pay rise, this is incredible. I want you to take it further. Now, this is based on something we do in BWRT. If you haven't heard of BWRT, it's a tech, it's a tech, it's a technique I use called Brain Working Recursive Technique. It is, I think, the fastest way of shifting limiting beliefs and getting you into a positive headspace of how you want to be that I've ever come across. And that is why I use it in, I would say, 90% of my coaching sessions. So the manifesting technique that I wanna leave you with today is yes, you're gonna visualize your success. Yes, you're gonna see yourself in that new energy, but I want you to see yourself in the energy of maintaining it, of being in that on a daily basis. So rather than doing your visualization of the day it happens, I want you to think about visualizing how it is your norm and not norm in a like, oh yeah, I, I make $10,000 every single day, okay. But like, this is who I am maintaining this. This is what I do on a daily basis to attract this, to have this, to feel into this. So not just hitting your wealth level the first time, but maybe, okay, maybe if you want to manifest an extra $10,000 or pounds every single month, imagine that it's the sixth month, sixth, that's hard to say, it's the sixth month in a row that this has happened. 
So you're in the energy of, this is my new normal. This happens all the time. I do this all the time. This is how I manage it. This is how I use the money. Every single time the money comes into my bank account, this is where it goes. This is what I do with it. This is how I feel. Rather than just the first time. That is what I want you to take away from this episode. I hope you've really enjoyed this. I'm now realizing that as a result of finishing this episode, I have to go and clean my kitchen. I am so tempted to record another episode, but I won't because I know it is time to sort my kitchen and do the bins. If anyone doesn't like, okay, we need a a word. The word for the end of this episode, if you've listened all the way to the end, is going to be bins. Yes, you can send me a bin emoji. You can send me an email with it. If you've listened all the way to the end, let me know by sending that emoji. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast family. I will be back very soon with another episode and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all.